0: what is life inviting us into now? Like, what is really a calling and invitation in this time period, like this season, this chapter? And that could be a week, a month, or a few months. But when we focus on that and that alone, for me, we're prioritizing what's absolutely important. And it will always be a quality of ourself that we're growing into. And when we grow into that quality of ourself, we're also growing out of certain patterns and behaviors that are not a reflection of this, new quality of our maturity and authenticity when you focus on that you're like focusing on what life's giving you you're focusing on the highest way forward this is this is for me like the master question like what is life inviting me into now and you can ask it just through meditation or through looking at the situations of your life like what is life inviting me into through what's happening in my body in my life my environment and you find the focus point Now you'll start to see real change happening, and you'll start to feel the sense of speeding up. Welcome to your awakening journey. Today's destinations include higher consciousness and actualized potential. If all ascenders
1: could now please be seated in a comfortable meditative posture, we're about to ascend. You are now arriving at your host, Brian Henry. What is up, Ascenders? You're now listening to The Awaken Podcast, a show in which we have some expansive, insightful conversation to assist you and our planetary collective consciousness in ascending to higher expressions of awareness, divine purpose, and infinite potential. My name is Brian Henry. I'm the founder of Together We Ascend and the Ascend Academy, which you can find over at TogetherWeAscend.com. And you're host of the show. Those of you that are returning listeners, welcome back, family. And for those of you that may be tuning in for the very first time, I want to welcome you to the Ascending Journey. You are constantly and always being called into higher planes of awareness into embodying a greater and more authentic expression of your soul, you're always being invited into a higher calling. And in this episode of Awaken, we are joined by someone who is embodying a state of presence and authenticity within themselves that is manifesting as an invitation into your higher calling. Anthony Thompson is embodying such a state of service Mm -hmm. to others, of presence, that He's allowing in the magical manifestations that he is and allowing through some powerful, powerful guiding insight to the work that he does. This is the the type of experience we endure, the expression of self and purpose that merges through when we are not negotiating with life, when we're embodying great degrees of authenticity, and when we're actively asking and answering the question, the master question, as Anthony calls it, what is your life calling you into? So, if you're ready to allow for a shift into the new way of authentic success. If you're ready to allow the magical manifestations in, stick on with us for this episode of Awaken. But before we jump into the conversation, we do have a couple gifts for you, both Anthony and myself. And we both, interestingly, are offering them to you at the price of your choosing. Anthony's Art of Manifestation program, as well as The activation process that I've created to help you activate your higher purpose in just four short weeks, both of these programs are being made available to you, again, at the price of your choosing. You get to decide what it's worth to you. And so if you're interested in taking either of those programs, whether it be to master manifestation or to activate your higher purpose, you can find links to both of those in the description or the podcast notes, wherever you're listening to this. Anyways, if you're ready to step into what life is inviting you into, well, why don't we jump into this conversation that I had with Anthony Thompson. So what's on your heart, my friend?
0: Pretty much exactly what I said last time is that uh, I'm fully here. This right now is uh, what I know. Of course, there's things happening around in my life, which uh, pull my attention and different things and uh, my own inner process, which is very much alive in my experience. Uh, but I'm fully here and we can explore whatever direction you feel called to take it until we just hit that flow point and uh, the right things are being shared and expressed and spoken to.
1: Something tells me that you fairly consistently live in that space of pure presence.
0: Yeah, I don't even know, right? Because I don't have this contrast or like comparison anymore. Like I really just, I'm just me being me. And when I meet someone else who's perhaps less connected to what's here or more in other things then I could say, yeah, I feel... I'm at present, you know, connected here. But for me, I really don't have the comparison to say I'm here or there or whatever, you know.
1: So it's no longer this in and out for you, huh?
0: No.
1: (laughs) I want to ask what's that like, but (laughs) that would probably recall going back and, and... assessing what it felt like in some previous moment of time which probably flies in the face of exactly what we're getting at
0: yeah I I, am really terrible with memories you know it's like uh if you put all my memories on on a field I feel the field would be hundreds of kilometers long and I'm trying to tell you the details from something that's a few hundred kilometers away so I feel my access to memories and what they actually were like we're still
1: good yeah oh uh, were you uh were you wrapped up at that point i thought you had paused for a second because the connection no
0: no no i'm, yeah.
1: I'm yeah. finished so when you say that um is it that you really have a difficult time recollecting memories or is it more so that it doesn't feel relevant to
0: yeah my my memories they I feel like they they come to me in moments of sharing you know with groups of people or one person when there' when there's a significance to that memory or story for something but um I'm not spending much of my time comparing what's now to what was um, so I just feel in my experience that my past feels a long time ago um compared to perhaps how others perceive their past. I can't say for everyone, but my general sense is that, you know, if you ask me about two years ago, I feel like I'm stretching back so far through so many experiences, through so much time, that it just feels like a whole other um, incarnation.
1: Mm. So what part, if any, do you feel like learning from our past experiences has as it pertains to making our best choices in the now
0: well for sure if we recognize that um, there was a time when things were recurring repeating patterns for example uh, less desirable experiences and we can use that as a reflection point in the now when we're faced with that same choice that same choice point to enter into a higher expression of ourselves more authenticity more truth we can then reflect back on the past um and also just for for sure just getting a sense for how far we've come you know for some people you know if you have a, a an awakening experience and now you're in a time in your life when you feel less liberated and more out of touch with yourself it can feel depleting but generally I look back on time and I feel my my own maturity and the depth of who I've become through all of this time-based experience.
1: So it's drawing a sense of empowerment in, in recognizing how far you've come?
0: Yeah, and also one of the main points for me is trust. When I look back on my life, I see each phase so synchronistically orchestrated where I was always in the circumstances and situations that were really for my best. And when I say my best, I mean for my deepest learning and expansion as an individual. And so if I find myself in the present moment and uh, feeling unsafe or feeling unsettled or feeling, yeah, that um, things might not be working out as they need to be, or as I want them to be, I I I can just feel this incredible time frame of endless synchronicities that led me always to experiencing what I truly want and what's truly best for me. So it's a point of deep trust.
1: Mm -hmm. And recollecting those those past experiences supports you in feeling that trust.
0: Yeah, yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. So I do call upon the past when I feel uh, I'm missing trust but still the deepest point of trust comes when I just connect into the present moment without the stories playing out and just feel this seed it's like a for me it's like a seed where I just know all is right and all is well and whatever's happening on the outer layers of my consciousness for example my mind and my emotions is what's happening on the outer layers of my consciousness on this innermost sphere of who I am or what I am is just this knowingness and that knowingness is always there. So if I want to work from the mind and the emotional level, I can draw upon the past, but the best is always in the present moment that that point of um, just inner trust, inner certainty.
1: So you say when you want to draw from the mind, so that's a, that's a choice that you can consciously make and it's one that you find yourself sometimes making?
0: Yeah, not so often, but you know, there was, there was a time earlier in my personal journey where, for example, I would make a journal each week of all the synchronicities that happened or all the good things that happened in a week. And then at the end of the week, I would review my notes of all these bullet points of synchronistic things that happened and I would feel that sense of um, liberation, connection and life's really on my side. Mm -hmm. and this is really important as a phase because so much of the human journey is building a bridge between the human experience or our mind and emotional level and the soul and so the mind and the emotions they need evidence this is really something i hope to be true is that we need evidence and um, when we have evidence we can draw upon that evidence to create a more settled experience and connecting to that inner safety, which comes from the soul that knows and sees the whole path and the whole blueprint and the whole map and the whole construct. But on the mind and emotional level without experiences to draw upon it's, um, it's very scary, right? And I remember in these earlier days, this is why I was doing it because the fears I felt were so strong and so real. And then when I had this evidence, it was like this negotiation and it was a good negotiation. <laughs>
1: And do you believe and find that that's more of a stepping stone and just kind of a, a stage towards a, a further uh, along point in our point in our development where we don't necessarily need that anymore or we don't? No, of
0: course, of course, because we're all heading to being able to just flow and live in reality, which is always right here and now, and doesn't need the past really for anything. The past was an experience that was that catalyzed and led to the experience that's being had in the present. The future is um, all good. You don't need to think about it because it's coming your way anyway. And so where we're all heading as we evolve and mature is just being very centered in what's real and what's really here and showing up fully to what's here.
1: So I guess... If it's still relevant to a person's to one's stage of development i I take that you'd suggest that, yes, using these these tools, these practices can can support an individual rather than saying force a limit one's use of them solely because of the the space that you're describing because I do agree that you know that sort of experience that you're describing just feels to me to be of a, a more joyous fulfilling space um, but I guess what I'm, I'm taking from this is it may still be time for one to to use mind as a means to to get to that point would you say
0: yeah 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 for sure like um you know for example uh often people like find me that want to work with me or something when they're at thresholds so a point of change you know and, and rather significant change and so you know a big part of my life has been what most people would call leaps of faith you know stepping in intensely courageously into unknown points and where most people wouldn't go because of the levels of unsafety and uncertainty that are felt there and you know, I ask people when they're taking a leap into something new, for example, one of the things is like, I just ask them, like, tell me about some of the amazing synchronicities that you've had in your life. Mm-hmm. And they'll tell me these stories and I'll be like, why would that be any different? Why would that be indifferent to what's coming for you now? So, I mean, some of the hard points for people with with faith, for example, with money, right? If they want to end their job or just be more in what they want new home new living situation new country new continent just higher level of self-care and realness with what they want and you know if their income is not matching that projection onto the future that same sense of you know if life can bring one synchronicity in this way with people or you know just whatever why can't it bring it with money too why why is this any different and it's just different layers of stories so Back to the question, it's like you can use events from the past to help you find more confidence and safety in the decisions in the present
1: mm-hmm. yeah, see, I'm really glad that we're diving into this because um, just to bring it back to my my personal experience i'm I found myself on this on this inflection point where in one moment, totally feels irrelevant, completely irrelevant to think about past experiences, to make decisions in this here and now. And it it feels like I can just be in complete trust with how I'm feeling in this here and now, what my my intuitive knowing is pointing me into. but then, you know, I do still find myself in these moments where I find, my, I, I find that there's this reflection of the past and thinking about how previous decisions have, have panned out. And it does in those moments feel relevant to say, well, this is what I took from and learned in my past experience, so I'm going to use that, that reasoning um, to to make the best decision that I can make right now um so I I do find that you know there's this transition into what you're describing and you know again intuitively I feel and believe that or there's this there is this sense of faith that it can it can be such an experience of not having to to spend too much time in here and in contemplation of what's the best way to move and we can just we can allow ourselves to flow with with that sense of knowing Um, and I guess hearing from you describe hearing you describe that the sort of space that you've been in um, is is reassuring how long have you found that another time based question, but i am gonna ask how long have you been in in such a um such an experience i wanna hear kind of what was what was that that breaking point for you transitioning into that um about four years now when i yeah
0: uh, when I left Actually, to, before you go uh, any yeah.
1: further, Anthony, just so that those that do hear this are completely clear as to, because I know we're engaging on a level that might not be completely clear to someone else that might be listening in, um, before you dive into that, that breakthrough, um, tell me, tell us more about what sort of state you're describing or living in.
0: I would say the first thing is that, or two things, is one, authenticity, sensitivity, and not negotiating or arguing with life. And, and I'll explain those. So for me, um, authenticity is that really in the present moment when I'm not trying to project image of myself onto the world nor am I trying to like get so much for myself that I'm safe or this or that I really interact with my experience whether it's you know just with the person with what I'm working on in my business or my own inner feelings I just really meet it with a sense of like yeah authenticity not trying to hide from it or not trying to make it this or that but just really engaging with what's in my life from a very, I would say a naked place, like a place of, yeah, it's just a realness. And in that authenticity is really coming from my truth, right? So holding what I know to be true for myself uh, in relationship to, you know, my interactions or things like that. I'm not trying to be anything other than what I am, you know, truly now. And the sensitivity is about the listening Right. So our human experience is it's one to listen to our mind and be guided or make our decisions from the mind, but it's not so reliable because it's very self-oriented and survival and safety-oriented. And I'm not so interested in that life anymore. And so the sensitivity is really listening in each moment to what's happening or what's trying to be revealed through my experience. And that can be, you know, through, you know, my own meditation and just really listening to what's actually happening in my experience and what's important, but then also through the events that are showing up in my life, whether a situations manifesting or a conversation with someone else or something in my business to just like really find what this is guiding me to, because I see that life is really through every angle leading me to evolve into the fullness of who I am. And so I really let everything become a teacher to me. There's no moment of life that's not um, offering me something, you know, that I can become more deeply connected to myself or let go of things or find more of who I am. And um, yeah, and then the last part is not negotiating with life, which is that... To negotiate with life is really about trying to make things different or wishing wishing things were a way, another way than they were, wishing people were different, wishing my bank account was different, wishing my business was bigger, wishing I had a bigger home, all of these things. Now, the spirit of ambition and your highest vision is a really key part, but negotiating with life or arguing with life is like the most painful thing for me. And, and this is just a state of reaction. And... Um, and unsafety. so I guess that's a big part of my life is that I really hold that there's a natural process of of manifestation of my life path and when things happen or are happening I don't spend any time complaining I really don't even if parts of me are feeling upset about something or unsafe about something or afraid of something I'm not saying I wish this was different. I wish he was different. I wish this just changed. I'm really like come into that point of trust and then look at, okay, what's really here for me, you know? And um, this comes because I've really had a lot of experience of, especially this year, a kind of dark night of the soul where I felt just life was wrong, that somehow my life had gone wrong and really feeling like betrayed by the universe. But through that experience came such a deep, trust that what's happening is really for us for our highest and best and that i don't need to be in a state of arguing with with life or god because uh, god's always working for us you know life is always working for us
1: absolutely beautiful my friend uh before we dive in deeper into the story of what got you here um you said authenticity sensitivity and not negotiating with life i have to ask have you broken it down to those three pillars in the past
0: no it's just like how i speak in the moment right you ask me a question and i yeah something comes to me i've never said that before i've never spoken those things
1: it's incredible absolutely incredible that those are the like again pillars is the word that um that comes to mind i deep resonance with that brother thank you for for being the conduit of that um (laughs) before i feel like that in itself can be its own like content that can be a program in and of itself like leading with those so again i I think they're absolutely incredible that that's the three things that came up now i want to ask what is the the byproduct of this what is the The benefit Mm. of living from such a space?
0: Mm. It's huge. Really, it's huge because, um, mm, yeah, it's really significant. And uh, because, you know, like life is leading us somewhere, it's leading us all somewhere. And for me, I've really. You know I really was seeking for a long time for different things you know success uh, service uh, just being my best and then I started asking a real question like what's natural like what is the natural state of being human because the human experience is so much about trying to be something and I'm like well if we weren't trying to be something and we weren't coming from these programs, you know, of how we should be. Like, how are we actually as human beings? This is a really big question for me. Like, just what's natural? Not what is my best, but just what's natural? You know, now I'm also very curious in what is my highest and best, but just really what is natural? And I'm like, for me, these things are a manifestation of being natural like to be fully authentic, to be in a state of trust, to be in a state of connection and sensitive to what's happening or what our intuition is speaking to us. Like it's this realness, not from weakness, just from a natural quality of who we are, which is naturally confident, which is naturally empowered, which is naturally loving. And it's also a state of maturity. And for me, you know, the things that we want in life are always being granted, but it's are we in a mature enough state to receive it, yeah? Whether it's a bigger business or a new love or a new living environment, like, are we in the place of our own maturity where this thing, if we had it in our life, would not pull us into a greater ego pattern or identity, because then it would not be serving you to have these things, but instead actually nourishing your evolution and bringing up more of who you truly are. Mm. So when we come to this place in life of like really just being fully here, bringing our attention and our presence here, finding that connection point with life where we know that all things are moving for us, like we're in this river of life and the river is moving, we're not stagnant. And we're, we're showing up to life. We're saying, look, I'm here. I trust that what is here in this day is brought to me for a reason and I will engage with it in the truest way I can. And I'm willing to learn and grow. Life's like, hey, I got someone I can play with. I got someone I can dance with. I got someone to work with. And so one of the gifts is really the manifestation of magic and incredible things. And I've experienced this for years, which I guess is the story you want me to tell. Is like, how long have I been living from this place? For the last more or less four years, I've experienced the manifestation of magic in very real ways on different facets of my life, on multiple continents, that when I've found living from this, I've found that living from this natural way is my greatest power in manifestation. and manifestation. And I've experienced that the things I want, often that I didn't even know I want, coming to my life, And then when these things come to my life, feeling how I'm so prepared for them, you know, and, um, you know, I can give different examples, you know, like, uh, because each new manifestation comes with a letting go, you know, and a whole rebuilding of my life, which I've experienced, like you know four probably four or five times almost in the last four years like a total entire new life new living situation new people new projects and a new version of myself and um these things that i've wanted deeply or felt significant to my life life's brought them to me in just incredible ways you know um like i've lived and worked at now two really holistic retreat venues where people come from around the world or in the local country. And, you know, for me, the process of setting up a retreat center takes years, and it's a huge piece of work. And, you know, when I don't have a story around it needs to be hard or I need to do something, life brings it to me, and I find myself in these positions of leadership within these beautiful centers that have been built. And this is, you know, connected to my life path. And, uh, you know, money is also a huge theme for me because to live from authenticity means sometimes not having the power to do something for money because it's not my authenticity, but still having this trust that life loves me enough to always provide what I need and beyond. And I've experienced that also. The way money has come into my life, I've been gifted as much as I've quote unquote earned, you know, and so living from that authenticity also leads to a deeper trust inevitably because sometimes we can't see how authenticity will lead to what we want and that's a point of huge trust in and of itself but i love to help people connect with what's real and what's calling them and see the works of magic in their life as a result of it you know and uh, you know, manifestation is something I love, and it's one of the things I've explored because manifestation is taught in so many ways. And uh, I can only speak, you know, from my experience. And just finding that the more natural I become in me, the less I have to try to manifest or achieve something. You know, it finds it finds me. And uh, you know, people say like, what what's, what you're seeking is seeking you. You know, what you could say is that I, I would term it like this is that life or God or source of the universe or nature knows exactly how to bring you the things you're seeking, whether that's an internal state of being uh, or something in the world. So you don't need to try so hard to get it. You just need to work really from the present moment and find the gifts that are actually here right now and know that when we unfold the gifts that are here now, that's how we walk the path. That's how we walk the path to what it is we most want to experience or have. You know, Life's not holding anything back from us. Life's not withholding things until we become better. We find a secret trick. Life's like, hey, I'm fully here. I'm fully here with you. Can you see how I'm with you now? Can you see what's being brought into your experience now? Can you trust that that's more than enough and actually work with that and as you work with that, you'll experience more of these things you're asking for. So, yeah, I guess that's some of the benefits of <laughs> coming from this natural state. Yeah.
1: Not only is it some of the benefits, it sounds about, just about the greatest benefit to be had.
0: Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm really like, like what's the authentic path to success? Like I, I, I really break things down to find like what, they, act, what I, they actually mean, like what is success? What actually is success? Because we have our own definitions of success. But for me, it's like fulfilling my most authentic potential. We came into this life already with an intention and a blueprint. I think we can alter that in some ways, but this is the point of destiny that when you've written a story or written a movie you just sit down and watch the movie or read the book. you know, And that's kind of our experience. Like we've already written the story, we've already written the movie. Each day is turning a page of that book or watching a minute of that film. You don't need to try and change the movie because the place that we created this story from was our highest intelligence, knowing exactly what we wanted in this lifetime. So for me, the authentic path to success is okay. what is success, which is what I really want. Do I trust that I've will? i already planned for me to have all of these things I want? Now, okay, what actually matters for me to bring into like my life right now? And I found that the fastest path of like change, growth, whatever, 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 is finding what is life inviting us into now? Like what is really a calling and invitation in this time period, like this season, this chapter, and that could be a week, a month, or a few months. But when we focus on that and that alone, for me, we're prioritizing what's absolutely important and it will always be a quality of ourself that we're growing into. And when we grow into that quality of ourself, we're also growing out of certain patterns and behaviors that are not a reflection or not a, not, yeah, not a reflection of this new quality of our maturity and authenticity. And when you focus on that, you're like focusing on what life's giving you. You're focusing on the highest way forward. This is, this is for me like the master question, like what is life inviting me into now? And sometimes the answer is not always obvious, you know. but when you find what it is, and you can ask it just through meditation or through looking at the situations of your life, like what is life inviting me into through what's happening in my body, in my life, my environment, and you find the focus point, now you'll start to see real change happening and you'll start to feel the sense of speeding up.
1: Such a powerful question.
0: Mm. Yeah, I've been asking it for years and it's like a master question for me. Like, wow. I haven't found a better question.
1: I'm really considering it and I, in this moment feel the same. Just a recap or for those tuning in what is life inviting me into and you said um you bring you bring awareness to a quality of self a quality it's not necessarily even just about um the the experience that you're being called into although that's certainly a, that's when i say experience i mean external physical experience you're you're saying you're asking what quality yep. am i being called to embody
0: is for me two main parts to this and the first is the quality that i'm being called to embody you know Mm -hmm. more maturity more wisdom more presence more truth whatever whatever and in that there's also a letting go of identities and beliefs that happen naturally but this is my way of letting go i focus on the forward moving energy and the letting go kind of happens naturally or finds me And then there'll always be, or very, almost always choices to make that are reflective of who you now are, yeah? Whether that's connected to your work, your relationship, choices to make in the physical world. Our choices are how we embody the truth we're holding inside of ourselves. And if we can't make the choices that are reflective of what we say is true and important to us, we're not yet embodying it, you know?
1: yeah i guess what that really points us into is the invitation's always there but it's on us to accept the. Yeah, and that goes right them. back to your point of not negotiating with life because it's this willingness to to both accept what we were being what we're receiving but then also to go deeper it's the the acceptance of that that invitation and that requires this conscious choice and conscious movement into that
0: yeah yeah and that's that's free will right to like become aware of something and then choose for it or not and that's why courage is one of the most in my opinion uh most important qualities to cultivate Because every invitation will require a level of courage because the more we enter into ourselves, the more we enter into the unknown and what was previously perceived as unsafe, which is one of the main reasons we weren't already living in a certain way because we perceived it to be unsafe. But the more we come into truth, the more we see that our unsafety was just a perception and a projection. So courage is really the bridge into new versions of ourselves, and therefore a whole new life experience.
1: And then as you cultivate that sense of trust, it just becomes that courage. Just becomes a natural feeling.
0: Yeah, at some point, courage isn't a concept; it just is a way of life. Like mm-hmm. you don't have a comparison; it's just how you are. So you know what's courageous for one person is not courageous for another because they don't have these same perceptions of fear and unsafety. You know, <laughs> only in the in the presence of you know, false ideas of what might happen if I choose this way of being or this choice, do we create the idea of courage? You know, which, which is fine. You know, it's, it's, it only exists in comparison to something else, like most things. Um, but courage is a human quality. It's the ability to surrender our fears, previous beliefs and ideas and make a decision in the presence of those feelings and those ideas, and trust like the higher wisdom, the higher invitation that's coming. That's courage.
1: And hmm. you, um, to bring it back to that experience of magic that you have, that you're having as a byproduct of living from this place of authenticity and trust, one thing that came up that I wanted to to dissect a little is it seems as though these manifestations of magic that you described Often end up being greater than what one could have imagined for self prior to them showing up, would you say? Yeah,
0: for sure. For sure. They're like uh unexpected treasures. And it's so much better to get it's so much better than getting what you want is to get what's surprising and delightfully awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know so that perfectly segues into what i wanted to ask and it's to what degree do you find yourself even considering what is wanted or a manifestation that you intend on
0: i have a lot of things i want (laughs) (laughs)
1: what Um, what part does that play in your experience and your your process of manifestation
0: yeah it's like a standard that i hold for myself of and and what i know will really fulfill me on a deep level but i don't hold it as an insistence it's like you know on a pretty much now level like i say this is what would make my life most awesome you know, to be able to do these things on a regular basis. But then in the future, I'm like, this is what I feel really excited about, having a business that's set up in this way, having people around me that feel like this, and work like this, having a home environment that's like this. And so I really hold like the highest vision and standard for myself. But then I also kind of let it go. It's always there. It's like, you know, what's truly important to you, you can't really let it go because it will always come back and be there in your consciousness. So there's certain things about my life that I just feel so strongly and intrinsically are like uh, a key part of my life and and also what I want. And then I see in, in the present how um, how things are move. I just trust that things are moving in that direction. Yeah. I trust that I don't hold this vision or intention for no reason. And then at some points I see how life is just always leading me there. And I can track that over years, years now, you know? So I couldn't say that I'm anywhere near where I know my life is leading me, but I could say that I'm, I'm uh, on the right, uh, not even on the right track, but that just everything is leading me there. You know, and I have so much. I've come so far in terms of of this intention of taken've received taken so many of the steps and manifestations necessary to uh really move move there and um yeah yeah, I think that's enough
1: I think a word that you brought up there that's really important is insistence uh, so it seems to me this holding of your highest vision without insisting without attaching to the unfolding of it and being being open to you you have something there that you want to jump in with let me hear it
0: i'm just saying it's like to be committed to something without insisting when and how it will come and that's like what i how I live is like with a full devotion and commitment to what I hold true and to what matters and to the vision and giving all my time and energy for that. But I can't possibly say the fast is best and most appropriate way to make that real. So that's the insistence that I release.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's a point that I definitely see many teaching the practice of, conscious manifestation speaking to and it's being clarified around the what without attached to the when and how
0: mm-hmm. yeah for sure for sure
1: i guess there's this well i see it as this this balancing act and integration of holding that highest vision whilst still being fully and engaged with the present moment with the with the present moment and open to to receiving that this as it is um and another way again that that it comes up to me is just being open to even better to show up yeah all these um all these notions can get pretty um pretty interesting to try to understand with the mind because we can spend the first 20 minutes of our conversation talking about living fully in the present moment. And then we can transition into talking about having a vision for the future. And both of those things can hold importance and and truth. It's a state of being that goes beyond the, the logic.
0: Yeah. You know, and the idea of being fully present isn't something that's inherently exciting you know, to, to a mind, but like to be fully living life and to be experiencing it truly thrilling, deeply meaningful, filled with richness and love and magic. That's exciting. And the doorway to that is how deeply can I engage myself in the present? Because when we do that, we're saying to life, look, I'm willing to see everything as a blessing and take the lessons from what's here And therefore, receiving more won't just be a a temporary stimulus, but just another way of receiving and meeting and engaging with life. And that's really how I see it. And for sure, different realities have a different level of nourishment and magnetism to them. But also, it's um, the way there, really, in my opinion, is that to hold this vision, to set the standard for yourself, to say, this is what I want. This is really what I want. And yet to go, okay, I'm gonna bring that energy and that version of myself that is connected to this higher reality into the present moment. And when you do that, you'll start seeing unexpected gifts and lessons that are here now. And then at some point, as you mature into that version of yourself, your present reality will start to feel old. And it's this feeling of old and done with that I always find is a key point of change. It's a very natural feeling. It's not a stimulated feeling of I don't like this, but it's the sense it's like wearing old clothes that you once liked and you put them on and it's like, I don't feel good in these clothes anymore. And it's not like a judgment to the clothes, you know, that you look bad and then you feel insecure in the world when you wear these clothes. It's like an inherent sense of these clothes no longer feel right to me. I'm going to throw them out and get something new. And then you find something new and fresh that's like, maybe you've never worn these colors or the style before. And you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, that feels so good. And it's very intrinsic.
1: So it happens in these rhythms, then these cycles, chapters.
0: Yeah, I really see my life from season to season, chapter to chapter.
1: Tell me more about the the feeling sense of transitioning between those chapters, knowing when it's time to, could we, can we break it down into two different phases?
0: Two phases of transition. Yeah, okay. Mm, Let's see, so when it's time, for transition, there's different points of evidence. And one can be a sense of uh, a frustration that things have been in a certain way for a long time. And that, that sense of frustration was once really subtle, and now it's getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And you can't just break it down to some something, it's very intrinsic and you're like, I need to change something. I, something needs to be different, whether that's you've put off living your vision, you've put off something for a long time, you've settled for a relationship, whatever it is, it gets to a point you're like, I've given this enough of a shot or I've lingered in this long enough that now is that point. And that's like close to the tipping point. So that's one point of change that's quite common for people. And one of the things that I really do in my work with people Is helping people get more sensitive that they can feel what's really true and what's really not true for them because the mind can be so subtle that it knows how to really entice us into certain beliefs of safety and therefore staying in like lower vibrations of ourself and our experience so that's one point the other which i love is just pure desire like very pure desire And this is when we work from intuition and impulse, when we just really feel I want this or I feel called to this. And that calling is here and now, you're not saying, okay, great. Thank you, life. I'll just let that come in the right time. It's like when that calling comes, like, I feel called to move in a certain way. I feel called that I want this now. And that's also the point of like, okay, you can start working with that point of change right now. So desire is a mechanism of evolution that has been suppressed because we haven't trusted it. We haven't understood the mechanism of desire. And, you know, that's the maturity, learning to distinguish between when something's just, I want this because I don't trust life. I want more money so I can do it like this because I don't trust that I have what I need now and more will come later. I would call that like a, more of a just an old paradigm desire. And new paradigm desire is really this inherent calling to something that feels more liberating and exciting and true. And um, yeah, I've learned to understand that within myself. And we can all tell the difference. You know, we can really all tell the difference when something's intrinsic and it will not go away because it's intrinsic. And when something is just, um, you know, a temporary safety or satisfaction, because we don't have that inherent trust about life,
1: Describe to me the, in deeper, more deeply, the the difference between those two, that pure desire and that one that sounds like is more based on a sense of fear, anxiety resistance um the difference between the the experience the feeling of the two and you're in such a state where it's comes naturally to you it sounds to to identify most the...
0: mostly mostly at some some points if i'm not feeling so good it can be harder to distinguish but um you know and one there's nothing wrong using even um you know these more egocentric desires to catalyze something but it will be unlikely that they'll actually manifest because we'll have to work so hard for them you know the things that we really want intrinsically there's a natural flow to manifesting them and the steps aligning quite naturally and that can be one of the ways of knowing if we're working from something intrinsic because it feels good to work towards it even if it requires leaps over fear. And then relatively quickly, there'll be synchronistic signs showing you that, yeah, you're really on the right track. When you try to move towards something that's uh, egocentric, uh, you might not feel a natural inspiration, your energy is not there, and there won't be the synchronistic support helping to make it real. That's one of the easy ways, but that's already kind of once you're in action. Before, it's just a really the deeper you connect with your heart in a meditative way and just feel the desire, feel where this comes from, feel, does it feel meaningful, significant on a deep level or does it feel temporary and like it's not gonna really give you that much, you know? And it's just covering over a fear or, uh, you know, something inside ourselves.
1: You know, I think a lot of people are still at a place where it can be difficult to tune into that um just to paint some clarity onto this what we're what we're getting into here is I would describe as the difference between a a purely divinely inspired desire and one that's happening from a place of ego and fear. Um from that's stemming from there.
0: The thing Tuning is, into right, that life will straighten you out anyway. What so was it's that? better Sorry? To, life will straighten you out anyway. Life will straighten out your desires. It's better to be moving towards something without mm. such a strong attachment to it, but still fully going in the direction of your desire than not going at all because you don't know if it's right or wrong. You know, in the beginning for me, I just went fully for what I desired. And those desires just molded and changed and found a more authenticity over time. So, you know, life life works with you wherever you're at. Life doesn't need you to be anything better or need to be more pure or anything whatsoever in order to help you along your way, help bring about what you really want.
1: What it sounds like you're getting at is it's better to be consciously moving towards an aim rather than sitting in contemplation of how we are being and if we are being in the right way.
0: I really have a repulsion to this. Not that I make it wrong because it's just another part of the human experience, but it's like this um, putting ourselves under a microscope and assessing if we're doing it right or wrong. It's like, man just get moving just just be something real like you can't touch a person who's like so inward and so examining everything because they're not like in motion in movement there they're just like self analyzing and doing all these little inner tests and it's like hey man just tell me something you really want now can you just start moving with the steps that you think will get you there it's that like just get moving you know Just get moving.
1: See the way that you describe it, you make it sound like this obsessive person and it's an extreme. But what I feel called to say is that there's a lot more people in such a such an experience and state than it's
0: another name. It's another version of procrastination, right? That you know, people have endless reasons for procrastination, but um you know, it's not the right time. I don't have enough of this. I'm afraid of this happening. I'm not at the right place in myself yet. All of these are different versions of reasons for not hitting our core fears, basically. And so, you know, or some people are trying to go through their fears before getting started. I'm like, man, just get moving. Just really get moving and everything will find you along the way, everything.
1: I feel like this coincides that, that personal development spiral, that, um, the paradox, the personal development where that constant desire to improve can, can lead into this feeling of I'm not good enough yet. Yeah. I was
0: speaking with my partner about this this morning um because she's so driven for her best it's incredible like more so than me in many ways and um you know for me it's like a balance you know can you love and accept and appreciate all that you are now whatever that means all what your life is now and equally want to be better and experience more simple formula
1: that's the and
0: some people need the balance the other way so some people need more ambition and desire and some people need more love more connection to the moment more acceptance and compassion
1: and it's this balancing out because you'll find in one moment it's time to move a little bit more in one direction and the other it's not even direction but bring more of that energy through is a better way to think of that i think
0: yeah yeah for sure
1: Tuning into what is most deeply wanted at the level yeah, sure. of soul. That's
0: like a sacred process that we can do in a semi-ceremonial way. Grab a journal, write down the things that are important and that you feel called to meditate on with them on, on them, come back to them the next day, and then make a personal declaration of I want this and I choose this. Mm-hmm.
1: Can you unfold that that process and that practice further for us?
0: Yeah, it was quite short, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, <laughs> you got more than that, brother. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I kind of
0: just... Maybe not just on the
1: surface level, right? Not just the, the surface level practice, but what's happening um, energetically internally through this?
0: Yeah, so if you're at a point where, for example, you feel you're not allowing your desires... And what's truly important for you to be—you know—bring them to life. The energy is not being stimulated. What I would suggest is taking a period of personal time and setting up a sacred space. You know, light some candles or burn a fire, play some nice music, light some incense, and just sit down with yourself and have a journal there. And do some—you know—just a little bit of meditation. And then in your journal, just write down like, what do I really want right now? What would I love to be experiencing more of? And what would I love to be doing more of for myself? You know, exercise, meditation, better health, sauna, whatever, more friends, better coffee, you know, if you were really treating yourself in a more loving way. And the other questions, you know, what is it I really wanna be moving towards? What would I like to experience more of in my life? These are great questions to start stimulating that ambition and desire. And then you can go through those and really find the ones that pull you the strongest, that really just you feel the strongest right now, because you don't want to commit to so many things in one go. And, you know, that's very important. And then you can really just highlight the things that you want to really commit yourself to in this next chapter. Yeah. And the direction you want to move. And you can really then make a declaration, whether you write that declaration out in your journal. You know, I commit to moving in this direction, prioritizing this, and spending more time in this way with myself and for myself. And then you can set up, like, okay, how am I going to support this manifesting? You know, what are the practices that I'm gonna put in place? What are the choices that I'm gonna make in the coming week to to make this real? Now you're generating a source of momentum. And again, it's that that momentum, that movement that starts to get us into the flow of life. Life will find us, but sometimes we need to get out of stagnancy uh, before that can happen. So this this is just a really simple kind of self-ceremonial way to to realign, can be just a point of realignment or to ignite something new.
1: Realign and reignite. something i think life is calling many into
0: Mm, for sure for sure yeah big purification big reset time big time of prioritizing what's true and important
1: Mm. that seems to be the reoccurring message coming from you i even took a look at some of what you've been sharing through your writings and prioritizing what's true authenticity i think Authenticity and truth were the words that kept kept coming out.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what it comes down to very much for me. At the moment, at least,
1: I feel like there's um, there can be benefit in hearing you speak a little bit more to authenticity. You you had it a little bit earlier. But um well why I say that is because your unfolding of it is goes far, far deeper and to the the core of what that feels like. I think that's that's what I was kind of getting at is a feeling of that, um, rather than it just being the the surface level definition of being honest, being truthful. Um, oh right, actually, what kind of came up earlier was um, you know, getting to the heart of what feels most natural um, you had trans transitioned into speaking to that shortly after bringing up this idea of having a highest vision for self um At what point, if any, can we let go of the intention of being our best self and come into fully trusting that allowing for our naturalness to shine through to be in total alignment with our best self?
0: We trust ourselves and we trust life fully. And yeah, that's, that's the point we can let go of that intention in a way when we really trust ourselves to be true to be authentic to come from our purest place to yeah just be ourselves and when we trust life to bring us all the things that we want and need and desire that point it's it's just this naturalness of how you live your life and how you engage with the world Yeah, that's the point of that, in my opinion, that the most naturalness and then life will eventually bring you seasons of of change and transition and transformation. And you might find yourself asking the same questions that you were asking before, but you'll be asking them from a different place, a different perspective.
1: It's no longer thinking about how we can be our best. We're just being our best.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's no longer thinking about how to be my best. It's like a natural expression of being our best. And then even when we cannot be our best, there's like an understanding that okay, I cannot be my idea of my best right now because, you know, I might be just in a time of feeling tired or some deeper emotions coming up and our version of our best is not the version that we hold as like okay, now's the time for winter version of my best is not going to be how it is in the summer (laughs) you know but the version of my best now is can I engage with my experience in a very present loving authentic way not feeling victimized not feeling uh like I said arguing with life feeling that this is wrong and then as the energy comes back it'll again be natural to shine and be courageous and be in these bigger movements and make choices that are reflective of um yeah, our highest potential but again it's like it can be very natural
1: I think at this like point I'm this idea of our best can actually impede the expression of our naturalness
0: yeah. yeah and that's why this paradox is at every step and it's just about knowing what's really important and right for you now and being okay with that like not trying to make it like someone else's version or trying to make it more like how you think it's meant to be just be really sincere with yourself it's like what does my best mean for me now which basically means what is the next step up that i can take for myself now yeah
1: and that might just entail being fully engaged with the present moment
0: Yeah, I mean, one way or another, it's always going to lead to being fully engaged with the present moment. It's just, what do we bring into that present moment? What quality of ourself, you know, do we bring into this present moment? What decisions do we choose to make from this present moment?
1: And sometimes it might be called for or it might feel good to reflect on this. Yeah, definitely. And it seems that that still plays a part in your experience.
0: The reflection on what's happening. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely. I, I like to understand when I see patterns happening or when something unexpected takes place to just look at what is this pointing me towards. And I always take that as a point of reflection. And uh, if I can't find that, then I, seek help from other means
1: other means
0: yeah i'll have a session with for example the woman that i do channeling with and she'll channel my guides or i'll take mushrooms and have a ceremony with myself and just go for a higher clarity on what's transpiring what's happening and what i need to become aware of
1: do you find that uh, also happens in these rhythms and chapters that we were describing earlier?
0: Yeah, yeah, very much.
1: Yeah, tell me if um you share a similar experience where I've noticed this 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 pattern between periods of insight growth, introspection and then following that a a period of more let's get things done let's make things happen 100
0: percent. yeah uh, throughout the last few years it's been more or less an equal equal degree of that i mean it's sometimes it's also flowing so beautifully together at the same time when there's mm. like such deep inner transformation and and you know outer expression of the world and then there's sometimes when it's just very very deep inner transformation for months and um, huge external focus as well again it's like learning to work with that naturalness and that should feel natural you know whatever is happening
1: do you ever find yourself in times where you're unmotivated to do and create externally?
0: Yeah, very often.
1: How do you address that and how, do you ever and have you ever felt off and wrong about that? Have you ever felt that that lacking sense of motivation was, was an issue and is it an issue?
0: You know, I've explored this a lot and it's it's it can be frustrating for me when the motivation is not there because I love to create and I love to yeah, do things in the world. And that's like one of my greatest passions. So when that motivation isn't there, it's kind of like, that's when I have an argument with life. Hmm. And I've learned to trust that now that I'm not the kind of person that needs like a kind of kick in the ass to get going and do things. So... If that's not here, that's not here for a reason, and I've got to trust that.
1: And your experience has given you reason to trust that and trust that, that's all perfect. Yeah,
0: yeah definitely, definitely.
1: It can be hard, and I bring this up, and I'm sure you can kind of sense this, that it's something that I can personally relate to, um, which is driving mm-hmm. my personal curiosity to to ask questions and see if you share the same experience but being in a place of not feeling motivated can can just absolutely just there can be that judgment that something's wrong here how can i invoke motivation in myself and i think also at times that is called for where we are being called to to bring forth an energy to reignite the fire um but then again i think what you're pointing to is the importance of tuning into that naturalness and and honoring when it may be time to to take a pause.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you should love creating, right? So if that natural love isn't there, then what are you doing it for? You know, it's like, you don't, as an artist, you can't force yourself to make art because art comes from you quite Mm. naturally and beautifully. And any creative process for me should feel more or less like that when it's coming from a really aligned, connected place so either we're not focused on the thing that's really what we want and what's true to us or it's just not the right time because this it's a time for inner inner work or simply other experience not even inner work, just a different experience
1: Mm -hmm. although I have to say that I I sense that more people and are stuck in that that space of stagnancy, coming back to what we said earlier of probably being called to to just get moving.
0: For many, for many, but not for all for sure. And that's why again it's no cookie cutter approach to mm-hmm. someone's life path. You know, when I work with someone individually, it's really personally catered to me trying to really Get a sense for what is life calling this person into now and then once i can feel that i just fully go and for some it's really deepening some things inside themselves and other it's just really an explosive change in their life or in their work it can go both ways
1: based on where that um... individual tell me more about the uh the work that you do
0: yeah so i guess there's my work in like bigger business level and then there's my personal work so my personal work is really about helping people move into their next highest calling and um, that's basically more or less a lot of what we've spoken about which is what is this next chapter of their life and that can That will always manifest uh, a process of inner maturity and inner evolution and then what is the life that's calling them that is reflective of this change and so you know if it's in their business it will always be bringing a greater authenticity and connection to their real soul purpose in their business or if it's in their life it's like who are you really and uh, why are you not allowing yourself to be that and what does it look like when you really embody yourself in your life right now and helping people through that transition and that that transition again for most people it feels incredibly natural and massively expansive that's kind of like the quality of my work with people and um yeah I work with people over a period of time that's unique to each person but more or less like six or eight weeks generally sometimes a little longer but four six eight weeks depending on the person and pretty much everyone finds themselves you know 95 percent of people in a whole new version of themselves in their life and then education is something I'm really passionate about creating education platforms for reaching a greater number of people with these same uh teachings and tools and guidance for aligning with what's true and real and finding that their flow in life with their higher calling so uh, right now co-founded a platform uh, Amira Academy with uh, some amazing people and uh, later this year I think I'll be launching the Awake Man Academy which is this, this inner work for men and Yeah, I'm hoping this year to also partner with other people doing this um, transformational education. I feel it's a big part of my personal path and blueprint to make great education for people.
1: I love that term, transformational education. It um, Actually, I heard this yesterday. People aren't looking for information. They're looking to invoke transformation.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. And um, also for anyone listening for this, I, I just during the session, I kind of had a download about a gift to offer for, for the listeners. I've created a number of courses, and one of them is called The Art of Manifestation, uh, which is all about moving from force to flow within the process of creation and manifestation and um, I want to make this available for any chosen donation basically and um, maybe you can just leave my email connected to the description and people can write me directly and I'll make that uh, accessible and um, yeah it's a really amazing course and it connects very much to the themes we shared today.
1: Beautiful brother I appreciate that on behalf of our collective that you um one have created that now is that something that's available as a um a choose what you donate option if you point them to a link or do they have to reach out to you specifically for that
0: Mm, I, I can set it up both ways um but um no, what will happen is if they just send me an email, I will send them the course link for free and then I will send like a PayPal link and people can make a donation if they wish as well.
1: Okay, so the other thing that I think we'll plan to to set up is a link that we can point them to that they can dive into yeah. all of this. So that's the yeah, art perfect. of manifestation.
0: Yeah, create your life from flow.
1: So I think this might be a, a, a beautiful and perfect way to... To bring it all together and you a, know a to to wrap things up. Although I'm not going to force it to an end because we're going to keep flowing. Um,
0: I'm totally ready for this to end. I feel we're at the completion point.
1: Yeah, I think this is the um, this is the last phase of it. All. Force the flow. Um, describe to me what that shift feels like, what it entails, why that's a shift that we should even seek to to make?
0: Well, it's more or less this shift from the old paradigm of success and achievement to, in my opinion, the new way. And the old paradigm is all about, okay, here's what I want. And here's here's what is required to make that happen. And it's a very individualistic approach because it's step A, B, and C, and that will guarantee that I have the manifestation of what I want. And that requires force and will to get up every day and do step A, B, and C, and over and over again until you have what you want. For me, the new way to success is working with the soul and with the flow and movement of the universe and the universal laws, which is that I've already created what it is that I want to experience in this lifetime in my version of authentic success. And it's a big focus, authentic success. And that when I connect from my my alignment with with source and with who I am. And then I focus on what it is that I really want. And I, like like we said, like listen to what's really I'm called into right now and follow that with courage and with um, devotion. And then there's the synchronicity of how to actually get to point B in the most fun, learning-filled, harmonious, authentic way. So it's about the journey to the end result, which is just another stepping stone to another end result because our desires will always grow and evolve over time. But that's more or less the the shift from force to flow.
1: Not only does it feel like a more joyous experience through the journey of manifestation, it also seems like it's the means by which we open up to receive those manifestations more fully smoothly naturally exactly
0: yeah exactly
1: it's both a better experience inside and out yeah
0: for sure
1: well my friend i am deeply grateful for all that you have shared in relation to this and everything else that you shared um but even deeper than that is that I love and appreciate how your energy is an invitation into such a state. And Mm -hmm. I think that's truly the, the greatest gift we have to give one that goes beyond the words we have to share and entails the energy that is felt beneath them. And that most certainly can only come from the the state and the energy that one embodies and it's absolutely clear to me I can feel it in my heart that you're coming from a place of authenticity a, another topic that I think I would love to have you speak to perhaps in a another discussion in another episode that we get you on and that's where I slip in sneakily there that I do plan to to have you on for another one. Um, is the topic of money? I think that's something that we can we can really go deeper into because I know last time we spoke, uh, it came up, and I do uh, I do see a, a great importance in bringing those those two topics together.
0: Yeah, I'd love to. I love talking about money and exploring it. And it's still a huge teacher for me in my life and has been for many years. And uh, we can definitely do that. But uh, not today. It's, a very, it's already full. And um, yeah, I, I feel that what's been shared here is really can be a key point of insight and ignition for, for people to move more into their own flow and their own calling. And yeah, if people want to be supported and go deeper with that, um, they, can, they can get access to this course or reach out to me personally. And uh, yeah, so thank you for having me on. I enjoy sharing with you. I enjoy your questions and where we take this conversation. And uh, yeah, with, with all my love and prayers, I wish each one listening to this a really beautiful journey in the next, in the next time of your life and to know that everything is truly conspiring for your best and our best collectively and yeah the more we bring ourselves to life the more life brings itself to us seemingly
1: absolutely beautiful you um you kind of already (laughs) in just that i think did it for us but i'm still gonna ask the question because this has been the a grand Finale for the last few episodes, and it's going to continue to be. Um, before I ask our Grand Finale question, uh, is there any specific links that you'd like to to point our listeners to before? Uh, yeah, we
0: can um, we can just put a link to my website. It's uh, which Anthony is... Thompson. Anthony Thompson Earth.
1: Awesome. You ready for the final question, my friend? Yeah, man, let's
0: do it.
1: Brother, you just realize the ability to telepathically communicate to all of humanity. What do you say?
0: I love you. All is possible. You're not alone. Let's dream together. Let's choose for the highest experience of life together. Let's choose right now. Go, go, go. Choose for what you want. Choose for what we want and know that it will be blessed to show up extremely quickly. We are choosing together now. Choose, choose, choose. Choose what's true. Choose our highest vision. Go for it. And let's celebrate the magic of each of our manifestations of this beautiful dream that we've planted here and now.
1: Thank you, brother. Mm. Life loves you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Much love to you. Much love to you
1: all. Take care, my friend. See you, bro senders that is going to be all for this conversation that i had with my brother anthony thompson i hope that this transmission posed as the invitation that is meant to be the invitation into your highest calling out of the old paradigm of forcing your way out of fighting your way negotiating your way through life into the new way of authentic success slow, magic, authenticity. This is the new way, the new paradigm. This is the means by which we step into our highest calling. Once again, Ascenders, we're both, Anthony and I, offering you the opportunity to undergo programs that we've put out there at the price of your choosing. Anthony's Art of Manifestation program the activation process to help you activate your higher purpose in just four short weeks and again you can find the links to both of those programs in the show notes or the description of this episode and just thank you for tuning into this episode of awaken thank you for being here with us on this planet at this time it's beautiful beautiful moment of our ascension Until next time, keep ascending.